I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello, guys. Hi. Hi, Mommy. Hi. I am in Las Vegas. What? Fun life. What? Yeah, so my cousin has a house out here. Uh-huh. Uh, she and her mom are out here, and they're leaving the country next week, actually. And we wanted to see them before they leave, so. When I was getting the, the tickets, I was concerned about, like, overcrowding on the plane. First of all, the plane is, everyone knows the plane is already close quarters, but I didn't want to have to be on top of people. But I did hear that some airlines were offering the middle seat empty, right? <clears throat> So Southwest was one of those airlines, and I know Southwest flies direct because I did not want to do any transfers. Like, I wanted to be around as little people as possible. So we caught the last flight out of the day, excuse me, and it was a direct. Um, And the airport situation, it felt very, I mean, I also left on a Monday so I don't know what airport traffic normally looks like during the week, but it was, it felt very light. It didn't feel like there were as many people as I had known to be before. Um, there were, when I walked in to like check my bags, there were about 10 people spread out in the whole Southwest section, which was um, surprising, but you know, good to see that no one was really there. Um, When I went through security, there was one person ahead of us. Um, But then when you get out to the gates, there's a lot more people, but not as many. And everyone, almost everyone stayed to themselves or, you know, kept their social distancing. Um, Almost everyone was in uh, masks. I saw one man who just, he looked like he he wanted somebody to try him about the mask. So um, I said, maybe he's having a hard day. I don't, I don't know what his problem is, but I stayed away from him. He was not. What was he? He was your uncle, girl. Oh, God. Okay, bye. I'm back on mute. <laughs> yeah, it was very clear. You, the frustration on his face was clear. And he was walking with the woman and they were speed walking. So I said, you know, whatever, whatever. Just away from me. Um, so they had us board 10 people at a time. Um, and that way, you know how normally there's that whole crowding situation inside and everyone's just standing waiting for the next people to put their bags up as they find their seat and all that. Avoided that altogether. That was really nice. Um, when we sat down, 
So they did, the middle seat was empty, so they stuck to that. That was true. Because, you know, these people be lying. Um, but no, the middle seats were empty. Um, everyone kept their masks on on the flight, uh, except to drink. So they served us water and they served some snacks. I'm snacking a bag. Um, and from what I could tell, people kept the mask on except when they wanted to sip or um, eat, but no one just kept the mask off the whole time. Um, yeah, I mean, there are signs all over all the airports that say, keep your wear your mask, keep your mask on. Masks are important. In Vegas, girl, uh, well, first of all, I didn't know, I've never been here. This is my first time here. Um, I did not know that they had fucking machines in the airport. So you get off the plane and you have the opportunity to spend your money. I'm like, okay, that's great. But a lot of those were- They let you know exactly what the fuck time it is as soon as you get off the plane. That's exactly what it was. I said, you don't even have a chance. And they're all over, all over the place. Um, but a bunch of them were, were um, taped off, like with the yellow tape. Did you know there is a sex in the city slot machine? What is the point of that? What are we doing? There's an everything slot machine, bitch. You seen the Wheel of Fortune slot machines? It don't make no sense. It's, it doesn't. Like, the themes are fucking crazy. <laughs> Anything. It's like, oh, do you like, the, you like this show? Come, come put a quarter over here. <laughs> put a quarter in this. <laughs> There's a Beatles Cirque du Soleil show. Hmm? How do you mix those two things? Well, me. Las Vegas is an adult playground that you should not engage for longer than three business days. You have to go back home. You told me. You said that is your steadfast rule for this city. Yeah, you can't stay longer than that because you get, you just get delusional. You forget like what reality is and you, you just start to see the people. There are people, every cab driver there has a story. And that story usually is, I got out here, I got caught up gambling. I gave up the deed to my house. My wife left me, et cetera, et cetera. And I'm doing this now. Like, I mean, every time <laughs> it's that story where the person is not from there, <laughs> not from there at all. But yeah, you get caught up in the magic because you know, like how there's no windows or clocks in the casinos. You don't even know how many days have passed. You just get that endorphin rush of just winning or being about to win and all that kind of shit. And then the stores, like everywhere you look is like Louis Vuitton and you know, all that kind of stuff that you don't really need to engage in day-to-day -day life. Three business days, three business days. I don't like it. Um, yeah. well, so it's good that you're staying at a property. Like you're, you're staying in, in a residence. Yes. Um, she's about maybe 20 minutes from the airport. Oh. Drove us through the, you know, where the casinos are, where most of the casinos are. And I was just like, oh, wow, okay, so this is it. Also, it is hot as fuck out here. It is hot as, oh my God. <laughs> it's very warm. That's the other rule. You don't walk around outside. All the casinos have those paths where you can just walk straight through to each one. Oh my goodness. You never have to experience outside. And that's how you- that's Too hot. <laughs> It's way, it's way too hot. So I have no plans of going inside a casino. I need everyone to know. Um, don't ask me to, to spend no money for you gambling because I'm not doing it. Um, there are way too many people out here, outside. And when you see people walking in the streets, they don't really have masks on. 
and I'm I'm confused because I know that the the virus is still around. So I, there are so many people out here. Um, it's not a business, you know. <laughs> they do what they want to do. So yeah, I'm not going to anybody's casino. Mm-hmm. Going to any restaurants. I'm not sitting inside in anywhere. I'm not. I'm not doing. Me, every time you say casino. Do you know what I say in my head? Please, please, because I feel like I know, but please, please share with me. We got to get this money for the motherfucking casino. (laughs) (laughs) They going to build that motherfucking casino right here. (laughs) Okay. Every time you say casino. I was there wrong with uh, what I thought you were going to say. Oh, what did you think I was going to say? I thought you were going to reference the movie casino. Oh. No, it's I still got P Valley on the brain. I, I could tell. Yes. <laughs> the pink. <laughs> What's rule number seventy five B of the pink? <laughs> oh God. Okay. All right. So what? Uh, entrepreneurship shit. Um. Challenges, successes. You got any? Can I, ju- I just want to say this. Um, I posted a picture today basically saying I'm, I'm, I'm on break. I saw it. It was so cute. Thank you. Because I said, oh, vacation will be getting started, y'all. I'm, but I'm chilling. I'm chilling. Um, Michelle, we went to a park today. and It was an empty park. Um, they had the, you know, the playground cordoned off. But we found a tree with some good shade and just laid under there. And I said, I'm going to take a picture. Also, you know. Yeah, I just wanted to. Anyway, so I posted a picture today, right? Mm-hmm. Saying I'm on break. Do you know that I got orders after that? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, thank you so much, everyone. Also, I just said I'm on the break. They don't care. That was very clear because you wait until after I say that I'm on the break to place the order. Yeah. They want to be first in line when you come back. Because obviously you don't have nothing to do when you come back. <laughs> obviously. I said, you know what? Thank you, everyone. In my head, because I'm not signing back on. Are you done with your challenges and successes? Like, is it a challenge that you receive these orders even though you said you were on break? Or is it a success? It's very much a success. It's one hundred to your demand. Yeah. yeah, because um, what that says is that people really enjoy my product and want what they want. And you know what? You go get your bees. <laughs> you go get your thing, and you gonna love yeah. that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, bitch. What day do you come back? Saturday. Really Sunday morning because it's like midnight on Saturday night. Oh, you taking a red eye? Yeah, we're taking the last flight out, the last uh, direct flight out. So, um, yeah, we're not. You going to get back and get, like, right on the boat? I'm going to get back and take a nap, yep, and then get on the boat. Oh, my I think God. I, know, I think I know what I'm wearing. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to be young again. Clearly, that's what that is, just steady movement, 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 movement. Ain't no naps. And I go to work. I have to go into the office on the day. No, no, ew. God, they still on that shit. That's, That's crazy. You know what? This is just 
the, the extra motivation, me, me doing these things that I do not want to do is the extra motivation to stop doing these things, to not have to do these things anymore. Mm-hmm. So um, I, the government job, they, they need to know that uh, women won't be there for very much longer. So you won't be. And I hope all of them know that I don't feel bad about it because I do not. <laughs> Girl, one of my, okay, real quick, one of my coworkers um, was saying, oh, so there was a job opening at another office in my building. Mm-hmm. And so my coworker sends me the job announcement and she's like, this would be really nice because you could probably, um, no, she said, yes, she said, this would be really nice because I think they offer full telework and whatever, whatever. And I was like, oh yeah, girl, you'd love it up there. And mm-hmm. she was like, this was for you. I was like, no, <laughs> no. Why would I apply for a new job? I'm trying to leave this one. Are you crazy? You hit her with the Alexis Rose. Love that journey for you. <laughs> <laughs> Legit. Girl, get out of here. We're not looking for no more government jobs. Not. Are not. Mm-mm. Um, so challenges in first. What oh, are I'm powers? sorry. What? I said your challenges and successes. How are you? Oh, feeling? Jinx. We were saying the same shit at the same time. Oh, Again. best friends. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, challenges. The lizard. The lizard <gasps> is a challenge. The parent lizard. Yeah. That fucking lizard had babies, bitch. And, okay, okay, I'm sorry, let me back up. There was a lizard discovered in my workspace. Uh, He was actually coming out from under my door last Wednesday. So, like, I lost my shit and all of that. Um, And then I just had to get to Googling because I was shipping a bunch of stuff. And there's just really no room to go home and cry when you have people's money. We have to ship their packages to them. Um, lizards are like baby dinosaurs and they are not, um, something that you can see and be like, oh, that doesn't disturb me, you know? So I Google and I learned that they don't like lemongrass nor peppermint. So I've just been dousing the floors and the walls and stuff in lemongrass and peppermint. Um, we saw one another twice and... Mm -hmm. Then today I came into work and the store manager was like, boy, I'm not even gonna hold you. Um, That lizard had babies and I keep catching them and putting them out. I I just wanted to just let you know. So if you could maybe give us some more of that spray, that could help because the exterminator does not do lizards. So we're just in a space where we are sharing community with reptiles. And if you know anything about me personally, I have got some limits with animals. I've got some limits. The only animals I can really tolerate are like mice. Like mice are like, it's like you know, part of life, like, okay, there's going to be a mouse around. Sarita, she's very serious. She means this. Um, whenever I tell her that That's I had so backwards. The- Every time I tell her I had an issue with the mouse, she tells me, it's just Mickey. It's, it's like oh, Mickey Mouse. Absolutely First not. of all, Mickey Mouse doesn't even look like an actual mouse. 
<laughs> Mickey Mouse is complete is drawn completely wrong. They are not the same. <laughs> Mice are kind of like adorable. Like you get it. Like, okay, you're a mouse. Like you want to be inside. You want to find the food. Shame on you if you left food out for a mouse. Lizards. Lizards belong. Mice eat through your shit. She doesn't no. think about that part. No, I, I do not. Okay. But lizards. <laughs> That's something totally different. Because when I saw that shit crawl out from under the door, it looked like a snake. Because it was like black and windy with the tail. And you can't really see if those are feet or not. Like, what the fuck? What's that? What's that coming out of there? What is that? Oh, God, I'm thinking about it again. Come on, oh. what's that? <laughs> that's, what I, that's what I yelled. I was like, Autumn, what the fuck is that? Because <laughs> I just picked her up to bring her to work for the day. And then you had to sneak back home. Yeah, I said, well, Autumn, we not, we're not working today. Like, no, this is not. Fuck this job today. We're going home. And she said, well, I don't want to go home yet. So we went to Top Golf, but we were not working as in a jar that day. We're not doing it. We was Top Golfing in the goddamn rain last Wednesday. <laughs> but um, I, I sent an email. I'm so needy. I'm very needy in that store. But I sent an email and I was like, hey, can we get the exterminator? It's a lizard, ah, you know. And um, it turns out it wasn't a one-off thing because the lizards are still still there. So I'm just figuring out how to deal with that. Like after the conversation animal I had with huh? Animal Control won't come get them. Ain't nobody said nothing about animal control. Well, you might have to call them yourself. Yeah, um, I had to call because there was a large turtle outside my house, like right in front of my door, like large. When I talk large, like huge. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, they came and got him. They did? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, because it must have been like like really like on your property? It was. I mean, but oh, okay. it's in your store. The lizards are in your store, so. Yeah. I'll call animal control tomorrow. I mean, it won't hurt. You no, it definitely something. won't. But it's like nobody else in the store gives a fuck. Nobody cares. Well, Nobody's you screaming. Care. You have to be the one to care. Because the store managers is like, you know, yeah, I be catching them. I mean, I'm not really scared of anything, though. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I be catching them. Yeah. Because yes. when I first saw it, that wasn't even a li- it wasn't even the lizard's debut. Apparently, this has been going on. <laughs> so imagine my chagrin, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> So it was definitely a challenge because like in the mornings, I be feeling so good. Like I get up, I had to work about 11. I get my same coffee on the way and listen to my music. And I just kind of go through my whole like gratitude ritual and shit in my head. Like, oh my God, I'm so grateful. I get to do this. What am I going to do today? Am I going to do this? Am I going to do that? Whatever. Um, I was really thrown for a loop. Like I called Al, I was crying and shit. I was like, I mean, she just told me, this is a baby He was so tickled, bitch. He was like, Young, did you just say you don't bother nobody? That's, that's what, where, that's where I'm going no, back to. That's where I'm going back. I need to, need to be no back business to that. work because you don't bother nobody. What are you even talking about? <laughs> what oh, are you God. even talking about? It'd be feeling like the end of the world for me, though, man. Like, when, when I, I just don't. I, I don't like to feel unsafe. And that's one of the things that makes me feel unsafe. I cannot do a snake. 
I cannot do spiders and I cannot do lizards now. Now I know that. Now you know. Um, Michelle earlier today said um, she, when you act like this, it really makes her reconsider friendship. She said it again? Yeah, she, she said it just now. Listen, reconsideration is very nice. <laughs> I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Both of you have decided that um, it's, it's going to be y'all. So this is just what is it? It's what it is. You know. It's what. But, yeah. But yeah, that so that was a challenge. Um, there weren't any other real challenges except for this. This was actually it's kind of funny because of the feedback I get. Like, so, you know, I was posting in my stories like, um, hey, guys, this is what an eight ounce. This is an eight ounce bottle. And this is also an eight ounce bottle. <laughs> that is because I was getting crazy DMs, like very spicy DMs like. Um, why is this one $23? This is not even eight ounces and da 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 Doesn't look like the one I ordered before. And I thought I had shared enough that containers will shift because we are in a pandemic. They don't read. They don't read. They don't read. Eight you ounces you eight even ounces. had pictures. I sure did. I sure did. And okay, the other one is the spicy dms i get and honestly like my dms are the ghetto and i know that i usually don't engage unless it's somebody i know but you know like when you're reading or you're watching netflix or something on your phone and you see something crazy come across the top of your phone and like the words are so wild i'm like oh this must be sent to me by mistake or am i on a group thread let me see what this is and then it's just somebody just calling me out of my name telling me how unprofessional i am and all this shit because Things sell out so fast at Culture Coffee and Spizzy. And what I continue to say to people is check with the venue for their hours and product availability. They're happy to respond. They're happy to let you know. Nobody wants you to, you know, waste your time and be upset. If you drove from Delaware, you need to check in before you get in the car. Like if it's three days after I do my restock, for example, Chances are you're not going to get any pink cashmere. It's not there. When I do my deliveries, there are always already people there. And as Spizzies, whatever dudes are working there are helping me unpack the box, deciding what they want. It's just what it is. So what I would offer to anyone listening who feels compelled to act out in this way with someone else even, there's no need to to get upset or get nasty or even to, um, cause you know, she was going on me to Vic like, well, I know the owner personally and I told him blah, blah, blah. Hey, 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 what you should have just said is, oh man, I really should have checked before I came here to purchase some Zen in a jar. By the way, when you place your weekly orders with her, could you perhaps increase the order? Like do something like that. Um, you're very polite and, um, I feel, the whole time you were talking, all I'm thinking is, when you want to send a spicy DM, just don't. Don't send this DM 
don't blame someone else because you couldn't think this through and figure out that maybe I should call. I know that these things sell out quickly. Maybe before I spend my time and go out there, I should see if they actually have what I'm looking for. Why yeah. would you feel like it's the owner's fault? Why would you feel like it's Zen and the John's fault for you not doing what you're supposed to do? She you said, know what? You don't even your product outweighs far, excuse me, your product far outweighs your professionalism and customer service. Well, you'll never know again. Right. Why do you even think that you could talk to someone like that? Like you, so you took the time and wrote this. Did you read back to say, you know what? This is probably just for me. Maybe I just needed to get my anger out and I'm gonna leave this as a draft and then delete it because no one else needs to see this because it's nonsense and it's foolish. And maybe I should take accountability for my own actions instead of blaming somebody else. Especially because I like their product because I'm mad at this person because someone else likes their product as much as me. Actually more than me because they took the time to get there first. Get, oh, up, get off my DMs. Come on, get <laughs> She gets so fired up. <laughs> Yeah, yeah it's really... I not like how these people talk to you. I do not have. I don't. I don't care if you smile too much. If you smile and you're kind and you put the red lips and hey, everybody, who gives? I don't give two fucks. Stop talking to people crazy. Don't do that. Yeah, but you know, honestly, being a graduate of the Dream Leap Live Academy, it really does roll right off my back. Because now I can see through it, like from an emotional intelligence perspective. You're frustrated. You feel kind of dumb that you did this. And it's easier to lash out on someone than to say, damn, I really should have called first. That's just what it is. Like, poor planning on your part is not, it's not my, what is, what did Adama say? Emergency. Poor planning on your, yes. Yes. Yeah, it, it, is, just, it does not constitute an emergency on my part. Amen. And it's so true because regardless of whether you bought it or somebody else, I got paid at the drop off. Yeah. I'm out of it. I'm out of it. Come on. Let's talk about it. You already got your stuff. <laughs> you know, I'm on to the next thing. I have orders to ship. Like, what is happening here? You mad at me, but my hands are moisturized, honey. It's smelling good. <laughs> so, so those are those are challenges, but in terms of successes, um, people behaving that way has increased the inventory requests for my retail partners, which is fantastic. Because making shit for retail is, and curbsides is like super easy for me to do. Because the only part I have to do is the part I enjoy, which is making the products. I could do that all day, every day. It only gets complex when I'm shipping and stuff, you know, but I'm, I'm getting better at that. But I mean, it's like, it's not as labor intensive to just make stuff for the retail. So that's a success. Like uh, the volume was increased to 100 at Spizzy alone um, for Friday, and that'll be weekly. That's it. Very exciting. Congratulations. Thank you very much. I'm, I'm very excited because Vic called me, and he's, Vic is the owner of Spizzy, you guys, sorry. But he called me, and he was like, Danita, like, what, what is going on? How, how do we keep your product on my shelves? Like, it, it keeps selling out. And I mean, what, you, what is this market employee? And I was like, it's not a market employee. It's just the people enjoy the product. This is, this is what it is. Welcome. So we'll glad just figure out, you. you know, yeah, yeah. Well, welcome. We're glad to have you. And we'll just, you know, figure out how to make it work. So we're increasing to 100. And, you know, same goes for Culture Coffee. But Culture Coffee was insane this weekend. I had a shit ton of stuff there that I dropped off on Saturday afternoon. And there was a line before they opened at 9 o'clock on Sunday. 
And that shit was all gone but five bottles by 955. And all that's gone now too, but I'm going to bring more for this weekend. So those I view as successes and um, additional successes, what? Some shit I was going to say. Oh, I got some new scents coming out. Yeah. Got some new scents coming out. I got three dropping on Friday. Like I have about 20, but I'm spacing them out so I don't overwhelm people. But there are three coming out on uh, Friday this week. I'm very excited. Um, one of them is Fantasy, which was designed by Adama. She had a request for pink cashmere, lingerie chardonnay, and Billy mixed together. And it smells really, really good. And it's her scent family because, like, she's a pink sugar girl. Like, it really works on her body body chemistry. So, like, um, whenever she would wear it, I'm like, mm, even though that's not me, you smell fucking amazing. It's 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 on her, she came to the house right after she left you. Mm-hmm. And she put it on. Like, you smell so good. Yeah. Yeah, and so I was like, this is going to the repertoire. She posted a picture of that big old tub, garbage can, <laughs> can <full of laughs> butter. I was so jealous. Ah, <laughs> oh, you're jealous. <laughs> Look, and then, and then I got my gift, so I was like, oh, okay. Everything is fine. <laughs> you know you are spoiled. As soon as I smelled that shit and enjoyed it, I said, oh, I'm going to wait. I'm going to make this for Wumi's trap. <laughs> Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I made it as a body wash in case it didn't work on your body chemistry. You could just enjoy like the shower experience and then put on the shit that works on your chemistry like for the day as a moisturizer. Bitch, let me tell you how I am using that with um, Supernatural so that the of the, the the body wash stays on. Because that yeah. Bitch, you Thank are you. always thinking, always <laughs> thinking. We we should do. I'm a cash app Morgan State. Come on, Morgan State. Listen, your, your brain, bitch. Like it's always receipts with you, man. <laughs> it doesn't matter what they say about HBCUs. Like no. <laughs> What's that shade? No, I'm just saying they be trying to go on them, take the, the credentials, no accreditations and shit like that. You know what I mean? They try to play us, the, but bitch, it's sharp. It's sharp minds out here. Morgan State, <laughs> the shit, and every time I see somebody with the alumni Morgan State tag, I'm like, "Come on, Morgan!" I don't always say it. I don't want to <laughs> you do. But, you do say it a lot. I definitely. Come on, Morgan State. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I wouldn't throw shade. I went there for like five minutes. I can't shade it. <laughs> I feel like seven. Seven. Yeah. yeah. Seven minutes in Baltimore, but we talk about going to class. Oh. <laughs> Goodbye. I got to get off this. <laughs> you know, when I got up there and had my New York boyfriend, like everything else was secondary, bitch. I understand. <laughs> New Yorkers have that tendency. I understand. Yes. Oh, my God. But, um, yeah, so, so yeah, the scents are coming out, and, oh, the candles. So, I did a bunch of candles today in the, um, the new containers. That's exciting. How did that work? Um, great. Great. Like, uh, the Black Rebecca is doing a wellness retreat. They're going somewhere in Virginia, but five hours away, so I don't know what part of Virginia that is, but it's some wellness retreat that she's going to with some of her um, people, her community. 
and um, I made gift sets. And a surprise part of the gift set was a candle and a new scent I made called Morning Asana. And it's like uh, lavender, cedar. It's basically savasana mixed with cashmere. And it smells so fucking good. It's not a smell that you would want on your, on your body, per se, unless you're like a Fran type. Like, you know, hey, I want to smell like a yoga studio, like that kind of thing. But um, the way the candle throws was like fantastic. So I made an extra one for myself, too. But oh, she loved the new containers. I was getting like um, like raw feedback that she didn't know anything had shifted. You know what I mean? And so. she loved it. That delectable. That smells so good. It sounds like it smells so good is what I want Thank to say. Thank uh, you. So congratulations. These are all amazing things. Yeah, so I'm excited. I'm excited about what the new candles will mean. Um, I've leveled up my social media. Like, I archived everything and started fresh. Yes, the new look and feel. Bitch, yes. And I feel really proud of myself because I spent a few thousand dollars paying other entities to do what I just did. To pay enough attention to me and my desired aesthetic and the story that I want to tell. Um, but I ended up doing it myself. And I really have to thank Nikki Osei Barrett because of that, that Spice Girl meetup where she said, uh, here's how you know whether or not you're PR ready. And it was such a gem because she was like, yeah, you need to make sure that your, your branding, your packaging, your social media, your website, everything has to be cohesive. It has to all tell your story in a cohesive way. And my shit was all over the place. Like my latest social media template was like purple, black and white, labels, black and white in a different type of font. Mm, just, just rose gold packaging, but no real reason for it. You know what I mean? So anyway, I streamlined all of it on Canva and Canva is the real fucking MVP, bitch, because my latest thing, my um, mailer insert for this week, I ordered that shit Friday, and it arrived this morning. Canva, bitch, Canva printing. Who knew? Canva said, you know what? We here. We are. They really are here. They're really here, Rumi. <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, I, I feel very proud of it. So I'm taking on, like, the triple post approach and playing with that aesthetic. Um, I'm self-teaching and I'm enjoying it, but I feel proud of it. I did not engage Auntie Palooza. So I will have to defer to you ladies to discuss Gladys versus Patty. All right. Uh, well, we were together when it was happening, so there was no way that we were going to participate. But I was very excited to... I never liked either one of their music. <gasps> what? No, unpopular opinion. Spoiler alert, I have an unpopular opinion. Spoiler but... alert, because no one really... See, this is another guy in the don't trust her when she talks about music. Call him. Don't trust her. What do you mean? Either So, you know, there are no songs that either of them make that you care about, is what you're saying to me? Don't agree because you want people to still like you. So stop. Just don't like, say put the mute on. Just put the mute on. It's I used to like new attitude when I was a little girl. I got a new attitude. But that's because the Chipette sang it. 
that's right. <laughs> oh, Alvin and Chipmunks. You see, you see when I told you to put your mute on? I told you that. I tried to help you. You did. All right, goodbye. Sorry. Goes on mute. Hey, and young, I mean, she's just disrespectful with music every I mean, time. Constantly. I, I, what are we supposed to do? I don't know how to help her. I, I just, and she just will not herself. I'm on mute. I didn't step away. What the fuck, y'all? No. Please, <laughs> how was the fucking verses? Please listen to help yourself. Because we are tired. <laughs> Go back on mute. <laughs> <laughs> I can read the room. Goodbye. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. So I did not. So here's the thing. I didn't see the, the whole thing. Okay. Um, but I didn't catch it that night. But the next day at work, I watched like the first hour or so. Mm-hmm. And they were so cute. I was like, first of all, look at them um, talking about their lives and Slightly one upping each other, yeah. Trying, but it's also still very auntie, and it's it's still clear to me anyway that there's love between them. Like they really mm-hmm. do care about each other. But yeah. um, they also, I mean, they they, they had real stories about each other. Yes. Yeah. Yes, but they're also divas, and a diva is big time. To- I mean, Patty is the ultimate diva. Say it again. Patty is the ultimate diva. Did you see her trunk and her shoes and her mirror Listen, and whatnot? She got like 12 pairs of shoes out there. <laughs> and you know, she made sure to lift the shoes so you could see the red on the bottom. Mm-hmm. I said, come on, <laughs> come on then. Right. They had their good wigs on and them good pumps. Miss Glass, her uh, sequins on. Come on, sequin suit. <laughs> come on. They were I ready. Love- singing like they're actually singing this i said they you know what they love they love what they do and they love the tell. music yeah 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 so they were like yes i'm gonna sing this song mm-hmm. even though singing don't really go before y'all hearing this being played but so what is my motherfucking song i'm gonna sing it i was um i was actually recording a show earlier and i asked the group it was six of us and i said so i mean if you had to pick a winner who do you think won? But everybody's uh, opinion was pretty much based on how they felt about them before the verses. So okay. a lot of folks went with Patty, but I was like, oh, guys, Gladys sang the entire time. She not only sang her songs, but she sang background vocals for Patty's okay. songs. I don't know. That girl but- shine. I don't know. I'm with you. I think Gladys had it, and not beca- not even so much about um, her singing, like not even so much about the 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 verses itself. But there were so many songs that I forgot mm-hmm. about. And I yep. was like, oh my god, you know what? Yeah, you got Gladys her things. You have to have to. You have to because I definitely went in thinking it was all Patty, and like I said, I didn't yeah. finish but that first hour. There were so many songs that Gladys played that resonated with me and I said you know what she gotta have this yeah did you see Patty long enough for her to kick her shoes off yes I did okay well 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 Dion did come at the end I I heard I saw that well I saw that later and um Dion deserves her things too oh sure she was the beginning of all of this of all the girls so what yeah she she started 
she started the whole movement of black women and women in music. A lot of what? people Who? don't want to admit that, but yeah. Who? Say Dionne it Warwick. Oh. Wow. Yeah. Okay. She was before all of them. Well, good for her. That's yeah. what friends are for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they just sang that and they, you know, they belted out a few tunes and Dion was like, all right, well, can I go now? I need to put my jeans back on. What? So. <laughs> Come on, yeah. see what boundaries? Yeah. Listen, I, I, put, I put on a little show for y'all because you asked me to be here, but I got to go back to my life, okay? Mm-hmm. And Dion is 80, Gladys is 77, and Patty is 76. Queens. I'm telling you, killing it. They look great. They definitely <laughs> I'm sure. I don't doubt that. So you jumped on to tell us that you didn't even look at pictures of them? That's what you jumped on to say? What's next? What's next? Okay. Uh, uh Uh-oh. Girlfriends. My girlfriends. (laughs) Yes, um, girlfriends. I am rewatching Girlfriends and I am having the time of my fucking life and myself and two other people at Beauty Couture today were watching Girlfriends on our Netflix smart TVs different seasons at a time. It's like every few minutes all day long you can hear the theme song starting again. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. Yes, I loved it. I loved it so much. I was like, oh, she just started it over. She wants season one again. But um I have not watched yet. I haven't watched the new the the repeats yet. But I have been enjoying the people on my timeline um who are watching and loving it. So it makes me smile every time I see it. I, yeah, I think this is one of the ones I'm going to be able to watch like The Office. Okay. Yeah, it's just, they had, they waited so long to give us this. This is they, good, they, good nigga television. They knew, they knew to take their time because, you know, this year is a fucking mess. So they're like, you know what? There's a lot of trash happening outside. Yeah. Just here's something nice for you. <laughs> here's something nice for you. And that is exactly what it is because I enjoyed the game as well but they uh they stopped it at the end of season three. Oh, they they did the right thing oh well I I had never seen it after uh Tia and oh god Melanie and Derwin got married <laughs> yeah it did the right thing okay okay so um but yeah Girlfriends is great Wumi with I have really done, I have laughed and cried and there are some lines on that show that I just still remember by heart that I didn't even realize I did. It has been so great rewatching this show. I have a couple of, of observations if you don't mind. Y'all good with that? Let's go. All right. So I didn't write them down, but I, I made mental notes of some stuff as I noticed it. So, you know, before we were watching this and we were like in our 20s. Like early to mid twenties, right? It was at least ten years ago, yes. or fifteen years ago. It was uh-huh. a very 
Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was a long time ago. <laughs> the fashion was very different. Maya was giving you bootcut jeans and pants every episode. Did y'all see the, the, um, the Twitter thing that I put in a group about Joan's outfit? Excuse me. It was like a silk shirt and some cargo pants with heels. Hold on to me. Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> yes. And that was one of my observations was like, I don't think I ever realized how fucking sick Joan's body was. Her whole life, it seems to be, because the bitch is bad now. Busy. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. But I was looking, I was like, wow. I, you know, honestly, back then, I completely ignored Joan. Yeah, because she was too boring for you. Yeah, I was Tony Childs. Yeah, I remember. I, re- I remember living through this with you. I know there's not a lot of light in this room, but yeah, yeah I'm here. Thank you. Yes. Mm-hmm. Correct. <laughs> Fuck off. I already knew, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I already knew. <laughs> it was hitting me in the face like an aggressive mirror. <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, I just remember being really focused on Tony Childs and really just aspiring to be like her my materialistic phase and all of that, like, and all of that stuff is housed, it, it houses insecurity and just, you know, just shallow. Oh God. Oh, anyway, I no longer identify with Tony Charles. Who do you identify with now? Um, I gave that some, Al asked me last night. I didn't give it some thought. And <laughs> <laughs> when he asked me, I did think about it and I see myself as a cross between Joan and Lynn. Um, Joan, because of her her structure, so I, I look at my my background and you know degreed uh, nature and such as a Joan thing, and kind of just like a neuroses about constantly learning and yada yada yada, um, and. Um, also about my career even as an entrepreneur i can be kind of joan about things like got to straighten it and smell it five times and like all that kind of shit that's very joan and then uh, the lens side is more of the free bird half of my head is shaved i've got some tattoos and shit now and i kind of just do what i want when i want and and, and just you know kind of coast through and chill um also, the education piece with Lynn, because Lynn oh, stated. Oh, shit. Through. Hold on. Hold on. Am I just all Lynn? And sexy. Whoa. Oh, my goodness. I, I think I'm a Lynn. I think I'm a Lynn. Okay. But you do have some structure to you, so you're not all Lynn. Okay. So I'm, I'm Lynn with a little Joan, but I definitely don't have the Tony in me because a lot of the things that would happen in the episodes, like watching it now, I would be like, oh my God, I would never do that to me. I would never do that. You know what I mean? Like we were even talking about like wedding and shit like that. Bitch, I don't, excuse me. I don't remember it being this bad, but Joan acted fucking wild when Tony got married. Yes, she did. Yes, she did. I think I was so fixated on how great Tony looked and what did Tony need and this and that and the third, but Joan was fucking tripping. Um, Yes. 
And I know it's real just based on what we talked about the other night, but I think they held on to the comfort of closeness from college to let a lot of shit slide. Yeah, and, and time invested. Yeah. Or time spent. I can't even say invested. Time spent. I think that was a big piece of it, too. Yeah, and I think that um, Lynn and Maya provide a great balance to the group because... I know, I know that you did. <laughs> because what? I'm sorry. Oh, because Joan and Tony are just so much. Um, I feel like I am a Joan Maya mix, and it could be on Got any it. given day. On any given day, I could be more of whichever person. So, you know, who knows? You don't. You don't really know. But I think that I'm. I'm the both of them. I think I'm a mix of them, from what I remember of the show. Because, like I said, I haven't rewatched it. Yeah, I can I can see that. I think that I was having some issues with Maya in terms of her professionalism. Um, this go around. Yeah, I'm, I'm not that. Yeah, no, that's what? not you at all. But I mean, it could be other aspects of Maya you see in yourself. Like you will you will go off, but you also have a strong moral compass. And and what I saw this rewatch was Maya has a very strong moral compass until it got to her and her uh, relationship well even with that she only kissed him and when she kissed him she decided this is not what i want this was a terrible oh, kiss and this is not what i want i may have uh, remembered the wrong way because i thought it was a whole too, bitch. because when i saw this this was a surprise to me this time what did you remember it as i thought it was a whole affair no she was just hanging out with him Oh, and um, and handsome uh, husband was like, this is too much. Was well, that handsome no. husband or was that? She... <laughs> oh, I need to rewind. You talk about Mano? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you cannot tell me that nigga's not Mano, man. I don't care what they say. I don't care what they say. I don't care if they both standing here. They are Mano. He's just more, much more handsome. All right. I think, okay. I think you were for it. Okay. Well, we're going to move on. Uh, yeah. So also, he couldn't take it, right? Also, I just realized with this rewatch that that nigga was not Blair Underwood. I know you did not think that Blair Underwood was on. He came on later. Oh, no. That wasn't even him. That was my boyfriend, um, Malik Yoba, that came on later. I thought Stan was Blair Underwood all this time. Something's wrong with you. Okay. All right, cool. I'm not alone. I'm not alone. It's some, then something's wrong with all of them, too. Like, okay. that doesn't make you okay. <laughs> so look, here's how... <laughs> fuck off with me. Here's how she got caught, bitch. So, uh, Stan's... Okay, so they have the kiss, and she's like... She said it just immediately turned her off. Because they were going to coffee together. Really, she was, she was upset with um, Darnell because he told her to hold off on going back to college going to college because she had Jabari at 16 and so he was like hold off on college wait till I start my business and so it really hurt her because she was excited about it and that guy Stan just started working there so of course you know he's just grass is greener 
new pussy, etc. So she's getting so caught up in the attention that he's giving her that she's like lying to spend time with him and get that kind of fix. So the way that she, okay, so she kiss, she kisses him at one point and she realizes like, ugh, this is not what I want at all. I love my husband. I only want my husband. I'm I'm done. I'm out. So she tries to break up with him and that's when we see him snap and he's actually crazy. So he starts stalking her and becomes friends with Darnell just to drive her insane and make her uncomfortable. So then he comes up to her and he's like, you know what? Um, it's, it's not your fault that I like Darnell too. So he really liked Darnell and he just decided to leave it all alone. He went away. The end of the season, um, Maya comes into Joan's house and they're all sitting there talking and they're talking about like what a great place her and Darnell are in because, you know, once she left the dude alone, she started appreciating him again. And she was like, yeah, I need to just tell him, like, I don't want there to be any secrets between me and Darnell and blah, blah, blah. And they were like, well, girl, you got away with it. Like, don't even worry about it. And she's like, well, just because I kissed him, you know, I still need to tell him he'll understand, blah, blah. So she's telling herself, talking about everything and her phone, like her key guard isn't on and she leaves that as a voicemail at their house. Oh. So when she comes home, she's kissing on him, real excited. She got strawberries and whipped cream and shit, bitch. And he's sitting on that couch like, yeah, Jabari's at my mom's house right now. I think you need to check the answering machine. <laughs> and it starts playing and she hits the side. He was like, no. Let it play, Maya. Let it play. <laughs> it was good. It was great acting on both their parts. Like, I was crying. You can feel Darnell's pain. He needs an Emmy. Let's email someone. He needs an Emmy for that. Because he was like, you had him in my house? He my food? Leave me alone, Maya. And then like, you can't see them. You see her run in the room trying to comfort him. And then he screams and she screams and all of that. Like, he doesn't hit her, but you can tell he kind of pushed her off. Like, get the fuck off me. Do not try to hug me. I'm not staying. It was fantastic acting. So kudos to them. Um, but yeah, so that's how that went down. It was great to watch. I can't wait till you watch this bitch. So much. Yeah, it was it's great. It had some really great moments. I forgot about the Kimberly Elise um that episode or two. Yeah, it was one episode, right? Where she was gonna be in Tony's wedding and she had AIDS. I don't remember. You know, okay, yeah, girl. Wait till you rewatch it. It was good. I said, God damn, this is good. This um, comment making me want to watch right now. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Like I can't I cannot wait to get the fuck off this podcast and get right back to season four, episode fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> I watched this shit. I watched it right up to eight fifty six just now. <laughs> Come on, um seasons of episodes with more more than ten episodes. Yes. And I just, I loved it. I love watching Joan's journey and how she found herself and just, she was able to walk away from some relationships. She didn't destroy all the relationships. Also, I always fucking hated Ellis. I always hated him. And I know I was right. Just watching it again, 10 years later or so. Yeah, he was, he was so pretentious. He is the fucking worst. He's the worst. Yeah, but Brock, that was a great one. Um, I don't Which remember was, how they Brock was Malik Yoba. Oh, yeah. He was Ellis's agent. He was a sex addict. 
No, he was Ellis's agent. Oh. Uh, that she oh, fell in love with. The sex addict was uh, Dondre Whitfield. Dondre T. Whitfield. We got the same birthday. Hey, Ruby, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Young, please. <laughs> How you got this random Dondre T. Whitfield trivia, bitch? It's ridiculous because. And now I'm never going to not know it. My brain needs to hold on to other things. This is not what we need. We don't need, and there is no prize for knowing that. Why do I know that? Why do I know his middle initial? For what? That was the game changer right there. <laughs> <laughs> Dodger T. Whitfield. Oh, oh, excuse me. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, he was the sex addict. Him on the car from time to time. Like, oh, yeah, that's right. You, just, you started this game young. Anyway, sorry, sorry. <laughs> oh, God. But yeah, so it's great. I'm almost toward the end, but I already know I'm going to start it right back over. I love their friendships. I love the dis different personalities. I love Lynn's homelessness and all of the, all of the different things that happened to Black people or that affected our community, I should say, during that time. It was great because, I mean, even look at how they delve into mommy issues and stuff in season four you got tony going to therapy oh. knowing her issues come from her mom and her mom was goddamn um grandma from blackish right jennifer lewis thank you thank you because the next thing i was going to call it was the dean from a different world <laughs> <laughs> you on my list <laughs> But yeah, she was really good on there too. I just, I love it so much. My final point of appreciation is William. I thought William was a, I just did not think he needed to be there. I just found him corny and unnecessary, okay. but, but he's vital. Is it because he's unattractive? I have to go. <laughs> It's really because I just didn't, I, I think so. I think I was just like, well, what, what purpose does this man serve? He's not sexy. Like, what, how is he even sleeping with Lynn? But looking at this as an adult, it's different because he is accomplished. Like, he has a lot going for himself aside from, like, his cheeks and no facial hair, you know? And his corny nature. Yeah, yeah. But he really was, like, he was always very real with them. I love how he called them crazy heifers and all kinds of shit whenever they needed to hear it. And um, he was also always there for them. He only fucked up one time when he was dating the gold digger Monica, who was so goddamn pretty. Yes. yes. I remember being captivated by her beauty when Girlfriends was on, like, where do they find this lady? Where do they make people that look like this? I also have, was captivated by her beautiful fucking hair. Her hair Bitch, is pushing so it to the side. Gorgeous. Oh my doing God. Her thing? Oh God. Monica, how are you doing your hair like this? Monica, you've told us why you stick it with William, but also, bitch, Monica. <laughs> Listen. Oh my God. Yeah, she was gorgeous. She was a goddamn monster. She was a monster. But um, yeah, so now where I am is, is the episode where Joan quit her job. 
Mm. And I used to think Joan was so fucking crazy. Until you did. Yeah. When I was drinking that government Kool-Aid, especially back then, like real strong, I was like, why the fuck would she leave like her career to just like open a restaurant? God, she's insane. But no, you do something for long enough and you want something else if that's where your passion is calling you. Understanding it's totally different as an adult. Totally different appreciation. So I'm I'm really enjoying this. For sure. Thank you very much. So Rita, are you watching it? Do you have any um like thoughts on the rewatch? I'm not as far as you are. I'm only on season one. So you have a life. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. I got it. I got it. Okay. So <laughs> let's talk Potomac. I'm not caught up at all. Please stop letting me down. Please, please tell me about these crazy girls. Tell me about them. What them girls doing? Bitch, they go crazy in Potomac. What is happening? They on vacation at Monique's Lake House in Newburgh, Maryland. I gotta say something unpopular. May I say it? Please, because I have a lot of questions because what the fuck is a vacation in Maryland? What's a lake house? So like, say you had like a house in Deep Creek or something like that. All right. So. Is that what the other girls um, on Housewives are doing? Well, Monique is like the richest one on Potomac because her husband has like real money. Because mm-hmm. remember her first season when Giselle tried to play her? And, and she she's like, where's She's like, I have four. <laughs> um, this house did not need to be on television. See, okay. All right. It was not as nice as the main house. Um, the lake house. Oh was like uh like a lot of mm, god i'm on a podcast okay let me just think about what i'm saying speak freely okay all right all right i'm gonna speak freely the shit really looked like all the furniture was from like price busters beside my store oh okay there's bugs flying around in there it wasn't it, it didn't seem to have a lot of amenities it seemed like this is a family vacation home, but this is not something you want to spotlight on a television show. I mean, they even had a guest quarters, okay? So it's nothing to sneeze at, but the attention to detail with the decor in terms of housewives standards, because I'm fully back in the game now, um, left a little to be desired. Um, what I noticed was a couple things. What? Have they been going on her about it? No, there's too much other shit going on. Oh, 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 okay. So I have um, one or two dark observations. Something is really going on with Monique. Monique and the bird. That dependency on the bird and her really acting like the bird needs her to. It's weird. Monique is walking I have, around. A, I have a question. If you had that type of husband, <laughs> you might be grasping onto a fucking bird too. Okay, so I was going to get into that too. I would not be married to Chris Samuels. 
is he really he's he's even worse he's like he's he gets worse every time you see him on tv the more we see him the more he is exposed and yes and it's it's mm. it's a lot to live with he's a lot to live with like he is ultimate alpha male like i'm talking astralopithecus afarensis like not even a fully developed human male he's a caveman bitch it's not attractive for instance one example so this is her this is monique's birthday weekend right she asked him to do one thing because the husbands are coming in at the tail end. They're not spending the night or anything. So she asked him to bring food and grill for everybody. Her birthday weekend. He was like, yeah, he, they were talking on the phone. Like, I think the day before he was supposed to come, he's like, yeah, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to just get barbecue some, somewhere. I'm going to just bring it or have it ordered. But yeah, he I'm not going to do that. And then when he arrives... It's in the morning and he's like, Oh, where's breakfast? And she was just like, How are you gonna show up having requests? He oh my God. He seems so unreasonable. There I could never, 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 never. And in his first couple seasons, you know, he's just given kind of just staying in the cut, being reasonable, and doting on his wife. But the more we are getting to see Mr. Chris Samuels, he is basically beating his chest, giving King of the Castle, just expecting her to serve. Um, He feels like he always has to make a comment about how he better get sex and all this stuff. It's really unattractive. It, It seems oppressive. I don't like it. And I think Monique is really... Because, I mean, even the way that he demands babies. Remember when he was saying how he made a comment about not getting his sexual needs met when she was, like, super pregnant? Do y'all remember that last season? He, he's <sighs> done like, that. He's done that multiple times. Yeah. I was like, this is kind of gross. This is kind of fucking gross. <laughs> like, please. So, um, yeah. When, Mon- when Monique said that whole thing about this is one more thing to, like, stuff on the shelf and put away and we'll just see like when the shelf topples over or what's going to fall off the shelf for remember she made that that comment last week when he was saying how he wasn't going to come and he he wasn't going to cook he rather just have it catered to me that was like a, a peek into something darker going on with monique and i just i want her to leave because she was also like really kind of on edge with the whole candace thing it's like, well you know it was about candace exposing her her dirt so candace brought in sharice sharice knew the tea about monique possibly cheating on chris and chris catching her and that was that's the issue that her dirty laundry is being aired and candace is in the middle of it surprise but you know Candace is so beautiful and adorable, but she's the <laughs> worst. She is. She's the she worst. Is. Yeah. Oh my God. Like, and I love, do you remember when the, the husbands were like imitating the wives? I love yes. the way that Chris uh, imitated Same. her. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes I'd be wanting to call the police on Chris's behalf. Like, we just got to help him. We got to get him out of that house. 
I want better for him. He's so sweet. Will he remember is. how nice he was when you went and talked to him? When he was at Granite City? He is such a nice man. He was, you know, he's a monster. A fucking monster. <laughs> a little monster. Yeah. He would have to be to balance her out. They couldn't both be that way. Yeah, I mean, that's true. I just feel bad for him. I feel like he needs somebody a little more chill. Like, he, know, he knew what it was. <laughs> so what do you think about Ashley and Michael? Ashley needs to leave Michael. Like, I mean, what else needs to fucking happen? Uh, did you see she's pregnant again, right? I'm <gasps> very confused, but maybe it's to get more divorce money whenever that time comes where she can divorce him and get paid. I don't I think- know the law. So I okay. So from what I understand, Michael is still out here mm-hmm. doing, you know, male thing and sometimes female thing, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think that Ashley already knows all of that. I and think decided, she does too. Yeah. And just decided that it was not um, a, a breakup factor for her, <clears throat> and mm-hmm. or it wasn't something. I think I feel like she knew early on. I don't even think that it was a surprise within mm-hmm. the last couple of years or so. I think she knows who her husband is, but she decided that it, she doesn't care. But she's just putting on that front for the public because there's no way. this You cannot honestly be in denial of all of this shit. There's no way. But did you see how she stayed upstairs the whole time? Oh, you didn't. But, Sarita, did you see how she stayed upstairs the whole time when the husbands yeah. were there for, like, the brunch and stuff? Yeah, yeah, I did. She, she actively avoided it because she didn't want to deal with it. Mm-hmm. So it said two things to me. It's It could have meant she knew what time it was and was like, I don't even feel like dealing with this. But it also could have meant she was very embarrassed. And sure. And I mean, if she knows, I'm sure that they made some sort of agreement. Like, listen, yeah, I know what it is, but don't play in my face. And right, you're on fucking television, he, Michael. He does not care. No. <laughs> Clearly. Messy. He's a rich white man. Yeah. Why are you telling me to adhere to rules? You, wife, what? That's and exactly that, I mean, even the story that she told on this last episode, when when Candace got the text from her friend and it was pictures of him in a strip club, blah, blah, blah. And they sat down and told her what they received. And she was just like, yeah, okay. All right. So I'm going to address this with my husband. We've had some talks because while I was pregnant, he was going to strip clubs and coming home and smelling like perfume and da da. So, and so he stopped going to strip clubs. So you have the baby. He's back in strip clubs. Like, come on, girl. Like, what are we doing? Yeah. Listen, Michael probably just that marriage for a check. He probably told her, "Look, I gave you this baby. I can do what I want." Mm. Mm. Yeah, it's bad enough he's a father at eighty-six years old. <laughs> That baby, that is that. Okay. Uh, get out. That baby is cute. Mummy <laughs> <laughs> is a wild motherfucker, y'all. Oh my god! <laughs> you just look me in the face like I said what I said. Also, I don't have anything to say. Um, I want to be quiet. Your silence said what it said. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, yeah. Do we have any other observations? Well, okay. Um, I'm really feeling Robin this season. I love how Robin is really... Robin reminds me of myself. So, she's not bringing a whole lot to the show. But Robin is super chill. Like, is this worth 
us fighting about tonight or can we just yeah. have breaks? Yeah. Can we just chill? Is this really a big deal? I do not care for Dr. Wendy O. I do yeah. not. I've tried. I keep I've seeing tried. that on, on Twitter and such too. That she's not the one. She, it, it's touch and go with me for her because I really felt her when she was talking about the, the marriage story and the families and stuff. I kind of felt bad for her. You remember that part? Yeah, yeah me? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If she was like, I dry those tears. Like, mm-hmm. I get that. And yeah. I get hold of that specific grudge. Mm-hmm. So, Wumi, his, uh, with Dr. Wendy's husband, so they're both Nigerian. And Dr. Wendy's husband, husband's family, I think it was his mom, right? Like his mom and her mom. Her mom is a chief. I can't remember if his mom is a chief as well. But they just didn't like each other. And it became a whole big thing where his family didn't support their wedding. They didn't go. And they told all their mutual friends, like, we're not friends anymore if you support this union. And so it was really hard on Dr. Wendy's husband. That poor man and his goddamn Banana Republic sweater that she made him wear on television. Oh, God. Was it too small? No, it was just like a high fashion sweater. It just didn't look like the type of sweater a nigga would wear on purpose. I thought he looked nice. He had sneakers. Like, she dressed him. That's what I think. Um, Because he seems like a super chill dude and she's giving you full makeup, lace fronts, Gucci accessories, Yves Saint Laurent earrings. Like, what What are you doing? You at a country house on the lake, like, girl. Okay, so I feel like every part of what they show this first season for them is heavily, like meticulously curated by her. He did look cute. Like, he, he represented well, but I was just like, you didn't dress yourself. She told you what the fuck was. She FaceTimed you last night to make sure you wore the right sweater. And um, I, I guess she lost me when she went off on Ashley. She really lost me. Because, you know, I sure, that was, yeah, that was definitely a turnoff. Yeah. Because she, she, for all of her intelligence and shit, she didn't have enough self-awareness to know that mm-hmm. she was triggered because right. she didn't bring her own baby. And it didn't right. have more to it than that. But she also has um, issues apologizing. Because she struggled really with that. Was. It was, yeah, yeah. And it the was finger pointing and stuff, I was like, oh, no, no, no. We cannot be friends, Dr. Wendy. The finger pointing is way too juvenile. Yeah. Then in an argument, she was like, call me doctor. Oh, honey, please. In an argument? Yes, girl. Girl. She said, you don't call you don't call me Wendy. I won't call you doctor. <laughs> I'll never talk to you again. Call you what? Yes, sir. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, Dr. Wendy is, I don't know if this is the look she wants. Maybe she can redeem herself by the end of the season or in season two. Because I'm sure they're going to bring her back because of her crazy factor. Oh, well, okay. Well, good luck to her and, you know, the rest. Yeah, because I thought that Giselle was going to irritate me the whole time. No, no, Dr. Wendy. She's the one. She's the one. Well, what did Monique say the other day to Candace? It's you this season, so it's you. <laughs> Candace was so bad. Oh my God. Is so I feel like a normal person or what? 
is who? Giselle. She no, she just don't have no drama going yet. I mean, she was she was excited. She was foaming at the mouth when Candace brought her those text messages about Ashley's husband. Though, okay, okay, well, we just gonna tell her right now. We have to tell her. <laughs> and she was right in the middle of okay, Candace has something she needs to tell you. So just hear her out. She wanted to read these texts to you. Okay, show her the text. I said, Giselle, all up in this, it don't have nothing to do with her. Nobody texted Giselle. Can't even help it. <laughs> she cannot. She is a mess box. Who <laughs> God. But yeah, that's all I really think mattered on Potomac. Next week will be interesting because I think Ashley will be actually confronting Michael. But I really just, like I said, I need him to care. I need him to try a little bit harder. He don't care. You're on he, television. He told that girl that he got too much money and he gave her what he want, what she wanted, even though he didn't want it. So this is their trade-off. And don't ask me no questions. Yeah. We'll see anyway. When and I, I think she'll, she'll yeah. tolerate anything because she needs a father figure. And that's her situation. That's her deal. She jumped to a goddamn grandfather figure. I don't, okay. Sorry. Go ahead. All right. So, what's next? <laughs> next on here, uh, P Valley. Bound in the valley where the bitches get naked. <laughs> One, two, break up. <laughs> these niggas cry hard, but these bitches cry harder. <laughs> I love that shit so much. I miss them so much already. But stars knew what they were doing because my Sunday was going to feel empty, but now we got Power Book 2. Power Junior. Let's just call it Power Junior. Please, Power Junior. <laughs> it's like the CW power. Oh, that's so accurate. <laughs> For sure. For sure. When Stoney said that was her new favorite teen drama, bitch, I just, I lost it. I fucking lost it. Oh. <laughs> I didn't see Sunday's episode, but I saw the first episode and I liked it. Same. I, I mean, it's like, we're, we're really running low on things to watch. You know, we'll, we'll catch it and we'll be caught up and it'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I like the angle of seeing things from Tariq's perspective. I mean, he's still, he's still doing a lot. He's still doing a lot. But I do, um, I, I, I don't know. I don't know if it's nostalgia or what, but I don't, him being in college and, and, you know, running all over the place and then trying to deal with family shit. I don't know. That's nice. Yeah. Oh shit, I'm sorry. I missed um Big Frida auditioned for Uncle Clifford. Well, that would have been something. I definitely I mean, I'm I'm still watching, but that would have been nice to see. Unpopular opinion. Okay. Never mind. Nope. I think the right decision was made. That that's not shade. I don't think that's well, unless you meant it as shade. Okay. Well, what I heard is that um, 
Excuse me, I can go on mute. I belched. <laughs> I heard, Every time I make noise, it's like I'm going to Sabrina's show. Like, oh. I heard that the choice for Uncle Clifford was made because they wanted to, um, they didn't want to, to give the public what we normally see as a, the, the, the trans depiction that we normally see, they wanted to show you what, um, the different sides of it and what you can really see in um, society as opposed to what is comfortable for some people to see. Which is why um, Uncle Clifford goes by Uncle Clifford, but is also referred to as she. And Uncle Clifford has a full face of hair. A full, yeah. Um, because it's just like, you know, we're showing you different things. <laughs> yeah, Uncle Clifford is gender fluid. I love that. Um, so yeah, that's what that's what I was told. And Big Frida, we normally see as anyway. That's what I heard. I th I think what my unpopular opinion was really going to be is basically, um, I think Big Frida would have been too much of a distraction. We oh, would have yes. been so caught up in Big Frida playing Big Frida or some someone uh, Big Frida adjacent. It would have it wouldn't have felt as authentic. So I, I don't feel shades of war Big Frida, but I'm just like, nah, this is not the show for Big Frida. And I really love, I love the Uncle guy Clifford. that plays Uncle Clifford. Like, I follow him on IG. His name is Nico something, Nico Allen or something. Okay. And he misses work so much every day, bitch. He's giving you outtakes and boomerangs from when he was on set. <laughs> every day, like, mm, missing these people missing recording. <laughs> just giving all of that. And I just eat it up. I really do. He was, he was, uh, him as an, an, an actor and Uncle Clifford as a character were so magnetic on screen. I, that was really like my favorite thing about watching it. Like whatever the fuck Uncle Clifford was talking about, you knew he knew what he was, she knew what she was talking about. And I always think about like the layers of life experience and backstory this character must have simply from like Loretta Devine being uh, the blind grandmother. They used to dance. Openly refers to herself as a hoe and like the whole shit, like how colorful was this background and painful even. So I'm looking forward to next season because I know we're going to get backstory on a lot of people and I'm, I'm excited about that. So did she have to bet the whole 250 to win the, to get the club back? She didn't have to bet the whole 250. She could have left it at 210 or whatever it was and kept some money in her pocket. Why would she bet the whole thing? I don't think she had time to go back and forth. Because she, she might have known that he was waiting on approval through the phone. Because she's very smart. Yes. So she might have known the cap on what he was authorized to spend. But she hit the cap and then jumped twice. She what? Hit the cap. She hit his cap because he stopped responding. And then she jumped. And then she jumped one more time. Girl, wait a minute. We don't have to spend all the money just because you she'll, she'll get more money. She just killed that nigga. 
She probably going back for the rest of his money. Well, I hope that I hope that man is dead for real. Please don't come back. We we I, we cannot. We got Mercedes and cornrows and shit. Like, please don't come back. She is not okay. Mercedes is not alright. No, she's not. She's really not. I hope her mother dies. She's an awful character. Mother, that mother. He's awful. I mean, I'm talking like hit by a truck or something. Like just not even nothing graceful. That's an awful lady. The way she did her fucking child, especially when she was like a junkie or whatever, and then was having her dance for older men. Or, or I mean, let's assume all she was talking about when she said, when you would make me bend over for those men when I was little, let's assume it was just dance. Um, that's not a good mom. And it broke my heart to see her run back to her. And I know it's fiction, but it was just so real because I've, I've seen shit like that. It was, whew, this show is so well-written. It is. And the way she wailed when her mother denied her. Oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. How dare you deny me when you are inside <laughs> the doors of my gym? Oh, my money. Oh, my money. I don't even understand. But that's the kind of hold that awful parents can have on children. Just toxic humans. Oh my God. And that's why Brock made a good point on girlfriends just to circle back to girlfriends. So Brock and, and, and Carol, Joan didn't work out because Brock didn't want children. Did you remember that? Yes. Cause I didn't like, so he was like her perfect man. He was ready to marry her, propose whatever the fuck she wanted, but didn't want to have children. But he made a good point. He was like, it's really stupid for people to have kids and realize they don't want them or people who don't want kids to go ahead and have kids. Like he thinks that's worse than just deciding not to have kids. And think about parents like her, like Mercedes mom. That's an awful lady. Like what kind of cycle has she created with this? So, okay. Yeah. So P Valley. <laughs> Fantastic. Season one. Take it. Go ahead. Yeah. No, no. I mean, you know, sing. Do you think? I, I see your wine's hitting you a little fast. You don't drink as much as you used to. How about that? <laughs> Is that hitting you? <laughs> yeah. um, let me see what else is on the rundown. Oh, we talked through it. We hit the whole rundown. Oh! Cool. Uh, I just, I have one more thing. Sure. Okay. Is anybody else following the Joe Budden saga? Like Joe Budden versus Charlemagne? Versus Charlemagne? This shit has gone off the rails. What the? No. Please fill me in. Okay. The information I'm about to share is my observation from podcasts that I listen to. I support protecting black women and dogs. I don't believe in abuse of either. I'm just about to share information. So the smear campaign against, no, the alleged smear campaign against Joe Budden graduated from abuse of Tahiri and other women in the past. It graduated to the abuse of dogs where some legal paperwork came out claiming that, you know, Joe sexually abuses dogs. Look at Sarita. Did you see her face? She's so classy. She had no idea it happened. She stays far away from that. <laughs> but um, 
So, so it was really, really bad. It was like a, a legal document that was leaked where uh, I think, yeah, it was accusing Joe of that. And then like a recording of a phone conversation or something where Sin said, where are you going to drag me again? Basically inferring that Joe had abused Sin as well, his latest relationship, his baby's mom. Um, so Joe responds on the podcast last week and just goes off for like, two hours almost about how he believes that Charlemagne set this whole thing up. So the funniest part about this, so, okay, okay. He didn't take any responsibility. didn't acknowledge hitting women. And all, that. all he said was, I don't hit women. I don't fuck dogs. But the funny part of all this to me was him talking about like Andrew Schultz and Crystal he called them the Charlevengers, bitch. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I thought that was so funny. He was he called Crystal uh, a B Mike bitch. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. I mean, she she does. She comes for him on Twitter. She doesn't come for him on the show. They don't give Joe Button any life on their show. But she will tweet about him. Like, what did she say the other day? Um, somebody commented and said, why does Crystal hate, hate your butter so much? And she tweets and says, well, um, if it wasn't just for the fact that he stomped the fetus out of Esther, Esther Baxter, then know. it would be the fact that he probably has dom dog semen on his fingers at any oh. given time. Yeah, this shit has gotten very, very wild. It has gotten very, very wild. So I don't know what's going to happen from here because, you know, Charlemagne um, launched a podcast network called The Black Effect and it's introducing a bunch of new like black podcasts like Tamika Mallory, for example. Um, so Joe goes on and on trying to basically undress the deal like it's not beneficial for anybody. He was just more so like, excuse me, just wrangling niggas for iHeartRadio. Wait a minute. Not, not paying them. They were friends. Bitch, that relationship is very volatile. I don't know what's going on. But I think I think that Joe Budden has some some narcissistic tendencies and some trauma that he has not worked through. Because the the tactful thing to do is like if you're not guilty, if but you're not up. in this life, if this shit is beneath you, don't give it life. But when you scream and holler for damn near two hours, like, bitch, Rory was not fucking with him. Because he even said, he was like, if all this shit that Charlemagne has been doing, we don't know what Charlemagne, but he was given, if all this shit Charlemagne has been doing fucks up any of my upcoming deals, I'm going to South Carolina and I'm, I'm going to interview the girl that accused Charlemagne of rape. And Rory was disgusted. That's he said, wait, he said that's nasty and that's low. You are better than that. Like, don't do this. Like, on the show. Wait. And he was like, okay, Rory's Joe mad at me. What? <laughs> what? Joe said what? Joe said that if, because, you know, he's in the middle of negotiation for the podcast because they left Spotify. So he said, if the smear campaign that Charlemagne has started against him, which we don't know if that's really Charlemagne, 
but he said if that smear campaign impacts any of his upcoming business deals then he will go to south carolina and offer his platform to jessica reed i want to say the woman that accused charlemagne of raping her that was really really low like i couldn't really get through it after that because i said this is this is getting nasty like what are you like, even doing what are you doing he's like a child having a hissy fit it sounded like a hissy fit all because you don't admit to what you did yeah and this this shifting this blame shifting still makes you look bad it doesn't make you look better everybody that has something negative to say about him is allegedly crazy or trying to destroy him so i just uh, i don't know but this shit has really been a mess and i just um i would like for all of our black media conglomerates to just get along but it's a lot of beef because like even academics with his show on complex he devotes entire episodes to dragging rory and maul it's just it's just weird and as a person who enjoys like all these entities i don't want to see mommy and daddy fighting just put your podcast out tell me what you thought about p valley they love to tell us that women are the emotional side bitch it's not us it's, it's not, not us. us it's not us we watching netflix Mm, mm, mm. yeah bitch, it's been really crazy to watch so i just wanted to ask if you guys were in on that but it's just me but um did you did you hear that uh a cardi and offset are in a divorce that doesn't surprise me at all i don't think it surprised anyone i think it surprised offset <laughs> 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 I think everyone... yeah all right that makes sense yeah, it's a problem. <laughs> What's wrong with him? He's he's a man who hasn't had to face consequences. Oh God, I just Cardi. I mean, you know, she did what was right for her. She got a beautiful child out of it. Things like that, etc. But I knew that shit was doomed when, like, all the hoes were coming out of the woodworks. Talking about, oh yeah, I, I fuck Offset. Da, 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 da. Offset did this and that for me. Yes, current. Not even past tense. Current. Yeah, yeah you know, so, I mean, you knew what it is. I just thought she was going to tolerate it forever, but I guess not. So good for her. I think, I think she's like, listen, you can't keep getting caught. Yeah. Because, you know, we are going to do what we do. But keep, the, keep it to yourself. Keep it low key. Yeah. And he don't have the decency to, but it's hard to do that when you have social media, though. No, you you got to find some hoes without foes or hoes with shit to lose. Exactly. So that's that's what I'm saying. So he couldn't even put in the effort. You yeah. you had this woman who clearly sucks your dick whenever you want. Um, she gave you another baby. I know you have like 14 already. Um, you married her. She left you or was trying to take a break from you, and you surprised her on stage as she was performing doing work you went through all this work to get her back but you can't do the work 
so that you don't keep her embarrassed in the in 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 the public niggas so you could do work when you want to no but it has to be on your terms no because she doesn't embarrass you she's not only embarrassing you and i believe that she's doing what the fuck she wants to do she's just smart about it yep and you can't take the time to be smart because you feel like your penis is what the prize it's not and let me google him i don't even think he's attractive i just can't remember don't waste your time please just just stay off just google something else google what i gotta do it i gotta do it American rap. Oh my God. See? Oh. Oh, come on. I mean, I know I'm older. Maybe this is what people find attractive now, like young young people. Please. Take off. Take off Quavo. Oh my God. Oh no, he's not even the cutest in the group. How did he get cut? Well, that's not my business. Okay. I wish them the best. Or so, whatever. Yeah, or exactly. Fine. She'll be because fine. She will be fine. That is for sure. And being out of that toxic ass marriage is going to be great for culture with a K. It's going to be great for her. Come on, culture with a K. With a K. And we'll see what else Cardi does. With, That's going to be fun to watch. Single Cardi, bitch. This- she has this weight lifted off of her. Come on, y'all. Th- y'all think y'all can't take her now? Come on, Cardi. Come on. Yeah. Yeah, she's about to be off the chain. <laughs> oh my God! Just running the streets with Megan. Megan. <laughs> I ain't gonna tell the law. Fuck! I look like telling the law. They shooting niggas. <laughs> Oh my! <laughs> so, um, thank you for a great podcast, Mimi. And thanks to you as well. It seems like the sun has set in Las Vegas. The sun. Uh uh-uh. uh. No. 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 So must I? Bitch, are you singing the sound of music stuff? <laughs> oh. God, the bitch beside me was watching Grease the other day on Netflix or something. Netflix or Hulu? Yes, Grease is on Netflix. This shit made my absolutely one hundred percent. And guess what? He reached out to me too. Like, come on, twin, it's on. Yes, it is. Oh, Al knows it's on too. Yes. Oh, no, I was saying the girl beside me in Beauty Couture. Oh, yes. I heard one of the songs, and I was like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> this movie is the worst good night thank you so much good night thank you sarita thank you bye this is the beads and butter podcast listen on itunes soundcloud and spotify 